Hello, welcome to Solar Voice, a podcast series designed to help you master change within. Millions of people around the world are now awakening to the fact that changes in your life begins with changes in you. In Solar Voice, I share with you my experiences, thoughts and ideas that I have formed from my experience of helping people from all walks of life. So today, as you listen to this podcast, you may discover something that might help you make a real change in your life. In this episode, we're going to discuss about how NLP is useful in working with allergic conditions. The first time I had success with working with a person with some form of skin allergy, I was very surprised because uh, I didn't know NLP can be used for getting over allergic conditions. Uh, it is not documented anywhere. Nobody explicitly told me. And this person just came about and he asked, can you help me with this skin condition? Doctor says it has to do with stress. And I said, okay, I don't know what is possible, but I'm curious to find out. Let's see what is possible. And we worked together and after a while he went back home. He called me and he told me that, that he's not having the itching sensation that he used to have before. And he called me later again after a few weeks and he told me that the allergic response has completely stopped. So for me that was a moment of surprise. It was like, okay, these patterns also work for allergies. And then I went and I started experimenting with a lot of people. People who approached me and said, this allergy, that allergy, I was more open to try things out with them. And we discovered that using neuro-linguistic programming, you can actually help people get over allergies consistently. We've helped people get over allergies with food, like egg allergy, like peanut butter allergy, allergies with from dust, uh, sun allergy, different kinds of allergy. Different people have different forms of allergy. Some people have skin irritation. Over the past three years, I think we worked with over 1,000 people with different forms of allergies together as a team and we have documented consistent results. So today I want to discuss a little bit on what makes it work? Why does it work? What is the science behind all of this? Because I think there's a lot of skepticism in the air about, well, this can't be true. Well, if it was true, then everybody would be doing it. And is this some form of black magic or ritual or what is going on? And I think there are some people who are genuinely curious to know how does this happen? And what makes it so simple to get results using neurolinguistic programming? So in this podcast, I want to clarify some of these things. At the onset, I would like to share that fundamentally people have allergies due to various factors for some people it is because of their lifestyle for some people it's because of their habits for some people yes it is because of their emotional imbalance but it's almost impossible to say why a particular person is having an allergic response and the proposal i like to make is that it's irrelevant to know why they're having that response what is relevant to know is that they are creating that response. So I'm arguing here that it's good for people to recognize that when they have an allergic response, that it's a choice their body has made. And it doesn't matter why. But it matters to know that it's a choice their body has made. Because then you can negotiate. Yes, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I'm going to show you how to do it because we have done it and it works empirically. 
we have results. So consider for a moment, what are the various things that people go after when they have allergy? Well, there are theories that having a life with low stress will help them manage allergic responses better. There are theories that say that allergies are from something from the past, something that has been suppressed and it's coming out in physical manifestation. There are various theories. Some of them conflict with each other, some of them agree with each other. And the surprising fact is that they get results with some people. And so does placebos. People take a sugar pill, think it's a medicine, a figure of authority gives it to them, they consume it, and then they're cured. They stop having the allergic responses. So if you take a moment to look at what is going on here, why do some absurd, ridiculous theory work with some people? It only demonstrates the fact that our body is capable of healing itself. If somebody can be tricked to believe that they're cured, and if they actually get relief. It means that person has the ability to produce that relief. Most individuals have the ability to heal themselves of allergic responses. The approach that has worked in tapping this potential is by either sticking to a set of beliefs and going after it or by someone else tricking them to take a placebo. And I'm proposing here a third approach. Why not go direct? If your body has the ability to heal itself of allergic responses, then go direct, negotiate with the body. So I'm making a primary assumption here, and it's an assumption that I borrowed from neuro-linguistic programming, that an allergic response is not a thing that happened, but it is a continuous process. For someone to have an allergic response, they have to create that response every time. For someone to sustain a skin condition. They have to have an ongoing process to create that response on an ongoing basis. And the assumption that I'm making along with neurolinguistic programming here is that such a continuous response is a choice. The person or the person's body has chosen that response, which means it has the power to create that allergy. It has power to stop that allergy. And I'm proposing here that if that is true, then you must be able to negotiate with that part of your brain that's controlling involuntary responses, like your heartbeat, like the way you blink, like the way you breathe, to also give you a different response instead of allergy, something else. And this has seemed to work for people. Neurolinguistic programming has been successful in demonstrating that it is possible to establish communication with a part of your brain that is in charge of involuntary responses. We call them involuntary signals. Like for example, you lifting your finger up and down or you leaning forward or going backward is a voluntary response. You can decide, okay, let me lean forward and you can lean forward. But getting a twitch in your hand Making one part of your ear go hot than the other is an involuntary response. So if you could repeatedly get an involuntary response as a response to your conscious questions, then you have established involuntary signals. And that's a simple technique. In neurolinguistic programming, there are multiple approaches of how to establish involuntary signals. And most of them have to do with your state of mind, your internal congruence,
if you can clear your mind if you can stop it of all thoughts images sounds if you can go deep inside focus then it's easy to establish involuntary signals when you establish the signals then you can start negotiation with this part of your body that is in charge of very powerful resources you could say hey there must be a reason for having this allergic response and i don't know what it is and i don't want to know why but i know that you're very smart from my young age till now i have learned a variety of things i've learned how to walk i've learned how to move around the world i do this even when i'm not conscious of it so you're a very smart part of my brain you have been taking care of all the involuntary responses that i'm doing in my life and i respect that the allergic response is a choice that you have made now find other ways to satisfy why you are giving me this response so in other words i'm asking you to negotiate with this part of your brain that is in charge of involuntary responses i'm asking you to negotiate saying okay so i know there must be a useful intention for these allergic responses there must be a useful intention for you to choose analogic response now find other ways to satisfy that useful intention what we have observed is that this works the minute you you change the assumption the assumption that people make when there is an allergic response is that it is a thing it's something that exists the assumption i'm asking you to make instead is that it's a choice and a process a very involuntary process and a choice made at a very deep level at your neurology and if you're able to establish involuntary signals then you can negotiate with your own neurology with your own involuntary system and ask your neurology to find other ways to satisfy whatever is the intention and then what happens is that the allergic response stops this has been true for all kinds of things we've worked with people who have psoriasis uh, we've worked with people with uh, other forms of skin allergies food allergies of different sorts and the same process i don't have to know why their neurology is choosing to create that allergic response but i'm respectful that there is some useful purpose and i go and ask the neurology to find other ways to satisfy that useful purpose and then the allergic condition drops by itself sometimes it happens by letting go of the past sometimes it happens by creating a lifestyle that is less stressful sometimes it happens by making other internal changes that neither the person going through the change nor i know about but all i know is this that as long as you're able to establish involuntary signals and your neurology is in a negotiation with you and it is agreeing to discover other ways to satisfy whatever is useful about that allergic response then the allergy stops so there are different ways to go about establishing involuntary signals the simplest of that is is to help yourself go into a very deep state of relaxation where you begin to relax every muscle in your body you start by observing what is around you you focus your attention on what you see and then on what you hear and then shift your attention back to how every muscle in your body feels and as you're going deeper down there you shift your attention back again to what you see to what you hear and to what you feel there's a technique to make this process easier 
You could keep your eyes open and comment on three things that you can see. For example, you could say, um, I, can, I can see the color green on the wall. I can see the light reflecting from the glass. I can see my leg on the floor. And then you can comment on three things you hear. You could say, I could hear the sound of my breathing. I can hear the sound of the fan or AC. And then you can continue to go on to comment on three things that you feel. You could talk about, I could feel the pressure of my feet on the leg, my back resting in the chair. And as you shift your attention from what you see to what you hear to what you feel, you can also give yourself suggestions, I'm going into a deep relaxed state. Now, you could continue to repeat this uh, in cycles. You could, you could uh, do two or three or four cycles and each time systematically moving from what you see to what you hear to what you feel produces a type of altered state and at that moment you can close your eyes and go deeper and uh, and ask your unconscious ask your involuntary system that hey give me a, a signal a communication signal to know that you're communicating with me uh, give me a tickling sensation or make a part of my body go warmer or colder give me some sensation that i will interpret as yes Give me another sensation that I'll interpret as no. Then repeat the signals for yes and no to confirm that you have an involuntary response. So what that means is, let's say you're, you say, give me a signal and your ear goes warm. Then you say, okay, if that's a signal for yes, thank you. Stop it. Let it re return to regular temperature. It returns regular temperature. And then you tell your system, okay, now if that's an involuntary response to my question, then make the ear go hot again, and the ear goes hot again. So then you have one signal, yes. Likewise, establish another signal for no. And once you have yes and no involuntary responses, then it's a matter of just negotiating with your own neurology, because your neurology is working for your good and you're working for your good too. It's a very simple negotiation where two parties are in full agreement with, um, with the final outcome that you want to have a great life. And, and once you have had the negotiation and you've got your neurology to commit, most times your allergy symptoms would just disappear. Now, a lot of people who are trained in neurolinguistic programming know about this, and yet they complicate stuff. When they have an allergic response for themselves, they go and try a hundred different things before they attempt this by themselves. So if you are trained or if you have been listening to this podcast and you are uh, comfortable getting involuntary signals, probably you may want to just scan your life. You may want to look at things that you do um, where you might have a limitation in terms of an allergic response and maybe getting over it will free you and allow you to do new things that you didn't do before. Um, maybe it is a dandruff issue or maybe uh, there is this little patch in your skin. It's time to have fun. The way I think about it is get to know your own body. It's your own body. It's your own mind. And if it is true that your body is creating these responses by choice, then hey, get to know it better and start to have a deeper relationship with your own body. This is Anthony Sola John. Continue to grow blissfully and I'll see you soon in my next podcast. Mm -hmm.